Hey guys, we're back for another episode of Into the Muse, and today I got Claire Richardson with me. Um, she's a production manager from London, and she works for Pinewood Studios. How are you, Claire? Hi, I'm very well, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Nick. No problem. Um, so yeah, I'm Claire. Um, I work at Liftoff Global Network, and we are based at Pinewood Studios. Okay. So you're a production manager. Um, I think that's one of the most overlooked yet most important aspects about filmmaking and not many people really know how much work is put into it. So how did you like get into that part of filmmaking? Um, so to be honest, it's one of those things where you just sort of fall into different areas of the industry. Um, my first steps into the industry was actually in casting and I worked in television. Um, by accident, sort of found reality TV and that really wasn't for me. Uh, and that made me think, right, I really want to be working in independent film. And so just did the typical steps in terms of production then, running, production assistant work, um, some ADing and production management, and then found myself working in film festivals with Liftoff. So uh, how long were you working um, in the industry before you started working for Liftoff? A good few, a good few years. Um, so I was working for a few years in casting um, and then tried to make the transition um, into film and working my way into a few different positions there. Cool. So um, once you joined Liftoff, um, what kind of experiences did you have? Like, um, could you work in film festivals? Am I right? So I think you should be traveling to different film festivals, if I'm not mistaken. We do. So we have 26 different festivals and showcases. Um, a number of those are based at Pinewood, but we have 11 city based festivals, which are all across the globe. So we start the festival year in Berlin, we end in London, and between there we have everything from Tokyo to Los Angeles, New York, uh, lots of different European cities. And um, so yeah, it's been quite uh, an exciting few years. <laughs> uh, how long has Liftoff been running for? 10 years. Um, so we will be 10 years old at the beginning of next year. Cool. Um, so if I'm not mistaken, it's a part of Pinewood Studios. Could you tell me a bit of that? So we're based at Pinewood. So Pinewood have a number of different media tenants. Um, there's lots of different productions always going on. And there's all sorts of different companies in different sections of the industry based at Pinewood. It's a wonderful hub. Uh, as I'm sure you know, it's the home of Bond. It's the home of Star Wars. So you've got lots of exciting projects and a lot of history as well, which is cool to be surrounded by if you're excited by film. Cool. So uh, you said they produce uh, James Bond movies. So can you tell me, is Tom Hardy for certain the next James Bond? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I, I wish I knew the answer to that. <laughs> no, that's very much kept under wraps. In fact, you know, lots of these big productions, they're very secretive. So even if you're a, a tenant that has their offices based at Pinewood, a lot of it is kept very secretive. 
Uh, which is the biggest movie you've worked on? Me personally, um, so, so we don't work on large budget films, generally speaking, at Liftoff. We're really focused on championing independent talent. That's really grassroots filmmakers, a lot of debut feature filmmakers as well. Um, but before Liftoff, I was fortunate to work on set with a few bigger productions. But you know what? There's, the smaller productions are just as exciting to work with. And um, I love working on the real indie side of the industry because it just doesn't get enough of a platform. And it's yeah. cool to try and help change that. Yeah. So um, what kind of film? I'm sure you get like to see all genres. Am I right? So um, which was the most surprising film for mm. you or most interesting? Yeah, I mean, over the years, I mean, we get sent thousands of film submissions for all 26 of our festivals. So we see a lot of films. So do you get to watch uh, all of them for doors. free? I do, I do. <laughs> I mean, I'm not watching personally every single film, but um, I certainly watch all of our seasonal award nominations, which is sort of our answer to the Oscars. We have our nominated films about five nominations in our 14 categories. And I watch all of those, and I mean, some of them are just phenomenal. We, we screen every genre, to answer your question, but I think some of the most exciting have been the ones that have been hybrids and sort of cross-genre, or ones that have sort of pushed the boundaries and been a bit more experimental, which by nature, you can do an independent film a bit more easily than you can in the sort of studio-backed films, potentially, I don't know. Um, which kind of genre is your favorite out of all of them? So for, so for me, I, I love psych thrillers. I'm not a horror fan, I've got to be honest, and people hate me when I say that, but it's true. <laughs> um, I love, I love gritty raw drama, which again, you see more in independent film than you do sometimes in the traditional cinema releases. So yeah, I would say those two are the main ones for me. So you're interested in like history, like history kind of epics as well, or is it mainly, could you say um, you like, uh, like psychic thriller as well? So um, what kind of yeah, psychic psychological are you thrillers. Sorry, did Sorry, you get I think me there? I lost you there. Oh, um, no, I think you just froze for a bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so for uh, the psychic genre, uh, which film probably is your favorite? Oh, so hard. I mean, if I am sticking to that genre, ones that obviously come to mind are things like Silence of the Lambs, Seven, you know, some of these like traditional psych thrillers. But I think if we're sort of broadening that a little bit, some of my favorites have got to be things like Fight Club, Fargo, like, you know, I love those dramas as well. Um, so you like yeah. David Fincher films? I do, I really do. <laughs> I think he's like a really subtle director because he uses um, a lot of effects in his movies, but people don't even notice for like buildings and all of those things. 
yeah I mean I think yeah I think he's just fantastic and um especially when together with writers like Sorkin I mean it's just it's a great great combination yeah um did you know about um what the... is sorry I was going to ask some of your favorite films okay um I don't think Okay, so it's like I watch a lot of movies. So I think I don't have a favorite film or favorite genre, but I probably think my top three is Rocky, the original one, um, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, and I like gangster films, so probably Scarface. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of those films, like? Okay, cool. Yeah. Do you know what? I think some of those films, some of the sort of gangster, old-style gangster films are brilliant. I mean, we could argue all day, I'm sure, about which Godfather's the best. And, I mean, this is also if we touch on Tarantino for some of the oh, yeah, sort of I more violent movies. films. Yeah. Um, I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood recently was one of his best. Uh, I mean, I just thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I got to watch it in the cinema. And over here in South Africa, like, cinemas are almost dead because everyone's, like, watching Netflix and downloading and things. So, but I knew it was, like, a cinematic movie, so I wanted to get that experience. So I ended up going yeah. there and just, like, me and, like, a few other people in the cinema. It was quite weird. <laughs> It was such a beautiful tribute to film, to Hollywood, to California. I mean, there were just so many elements of that film and it looked so gorgeous on screen. Um, obviously, brilliant performances. Yeah. Have you been to Hollywood before? So, yeah, so we have a festival in Los Angeles every year. Uh, we also attend the American Film Market every year in Santa Monica. So those are sort of liftoffs to trips to California each year. So um, you get to see a lot of upcoming films in Hollywood that like never got to blow up as yet. Am I right? Uh, at the markets, that's always the way when you're at the Cannes Marche or if you're at AFM or EFM. Um, it's quite staggering how many films are being made. And it does make you realize just how saturated the marketplace is, which I think in some ways can be quite daunting because it can make you think, well, how do you stand out? How do you stand a chance of getting your film sold? But on a positive, it's also proving how accessible filmmaking is these days. And I think it's, um, that's quite exciting in itself. Um, so when it comes to distribution, does um, Liftoff provide um, funding or do they um, open you up to investors uh, for your films? So we don't provide funding, um, but what we do do is we offer a service called market representation for our members, where if we believe in your project, we will take it to the marketplace. It's it's difficult for us to get meetings at these places let alone for independent filmmakers so what we say is well we'll get the meetings for you we'll talk about your project to the right people 
and then we'll try and introduce you and you can then continue the conversation. Um, we've had lots of meetings already for AFM this year and um, actually some people have been really generous and they're letting us record some of these meetings and we're going to be releasing them on our YouTube channel so hopefully people can learn um, some insights and some tips from sales and distribution agents. Cool. So um, with lockdown, has it affected the film industry? Because for me, I felt like I became much more creative during this time. I was able to get a lot more stuff done. I know like other people, like in other industries, like they were battling, but because I study film as well. So um, I use like almost the cheapest, but like, so my first film that I made, actually my second film I made, uh, but I like released it first because I got it done like over like one night. So I just I like just came up with an idea and then I ended up shooting it. And like I didn't have anyone else to act in it. So I acted in myself. And then for the one scene, I just like put like pillows to make it look like I was like showing myself. Uh, yeah, so I just uh, I call that peasant style filmmaking. <laughs> But it's a great way to do it. It's a great way to get experience. I mean, just because you don't have a huge amount of funds, you can still be really creative and it can actually be a blessing for some people because it can really make you think outside the box and try other things. And um, it's just every film you make will be a learning curve and you'll take those lessons forward into your next projects where hopefully you do have some more crew to work with maybe yeah. you know slightly better equipment so um we always say to people just keep making films like don't yeah. let these barriers stop you if have it's you what you want to do yeah have you seen um like this like creativity in films has it improved this year compared to last year or like i'm talking about like the quality of like the films I mean, generally speaking, we, we see quality improve every year, but um, it, it's definitely been tough this year for people because film is a collaborative experience. So it has shut down a lot of productions. We've seen it shut down a lot of the big productions as well, which is a shame. But then I also think it's exciting that what you were talking about, in some ways it's allowed people to be creative. They've had more time to write that script or edit that film that the rushes have been sat on their shelf for months and months and months. So I do think we'll see exciting things come from this. There just unfortunately will be that period in the middle where there is what feels like a bit of a lull um, in terms of the big productions, especially because nobody wants to release something huge and risk losing all that money in box office. Um, and I don't know about for you, but obviously here all the, all the cinemas have shut again. So just as it felt like we were starting to open up again, it's locked us all down. Uh, have you gone into another lockdown? What was that, sorry? Have you gone into another lockdown? Cause uh, over here, lockdown hasn't we really have. hit as hard, I think cause uh, the climate is much warmer here. But I heard in Europe, uh, there's a yeah. second wave. Yeah, so actually just today, uh, oh, yesterday, sorry, we went back into a national lockdown for at least a month. So uh, hospitality, events, cinemas, uh, everything shut down again now. Um, 
I think next week the president over here is going to announce. So I'm not sure because we are on level one. I don't know if you guys do levels over there, but over here how it works is um, so level one, everyone is allowed to like go out. They must just wear a mask and there's curfew at midnight. How does it work over there? We did have levels, but because the numbers were rising so much again, we now are in what they're calling a full national lockdown again. So that's nothing but essential shops staying open. Um, ideally, everyone is working from home again and you're not allowed to mix with other households. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what made you want to go into film? Um, well, I've always loved movies. I think uh, one of the films that I mentioned was Spider-Man. That was like the first movie that okay. I watched. <laughs> I was like probably three or four when the movie came out. And um, so like, I was like into superheroes and things. So I got that on a videotape, like it was back then. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then like every day I used to watch it. I used to wake my brother up just to put it on for me to watch it. And from, and then I started like mimicking. I thought I was gonna be an actor for a long time. So, cause one of the, actually both of the movies I've okay. made before I've acted in it. But uh, so I used to like mimic the, uh, the character and things so and my love for film just grew from there like through superhero movies and then I like yeah. I like character stories yeah yeah well we always say at liftoff if, if you haven't got a good story you haven't got anything you can put all the flashy cameras on set as you want you can do very cool VFX but at the heart of good filmmaking is storytelling. It's what it's all about. So um, if that's not mastered, you're not going to have a good film. Yeah. And good performances too. We always say, I mean, our sort of saying is we put talent before technology, meaning that our judges at Liftoff are trained to look for good storytelling, good performances, good direction, and originality and creativity. Not so much the production value you know like it's sort of all about where you place your importance yeah because like the film that i made uh which was selected for the first time filmmakers and lift off global network sessions um that film the bad guy um when i made it like so it was just me two other actors and i decided to record on my phone because it takes up less space than uh, DSLR. So, and I had a like shaky cam, so it's like a YouTube video kind of vibe. I tried to give that. And then I gave like a Joker kind of feeling to it. Cause like I was, I just watched the Joker movie. So I'm like, yeah, that that's, suits the role. Yeah, and yeah, I just made it like that over, it was one day that we made it and like, we didn't have makeup for the next film that I made. Uh, I had a whole crew to do it with me. But when I did that, I felt like, like almost, so I released the film in the intention to make it, it was an experimental film. So um, I tried to make it like a roller coaster vibe. Like I tried to give off an experience more than uh, like a feeling that you're watching a video. 
So the first time I watched it alone, I felt like throwing up, but like that's the intention I, I wanted the audience to have. And it was kind of a weird feeling for me. I don't know if like a lot of, I think probably people who make films can relate to this. Oh, I don't know if it's just me. <laughs> In terms of um, not liking watching yourself back, you mean? Yeah, it was like, so the other films I've You're breaking made... up a bit, you see, I can't hear you properly. Okay, uh, sorry, could you get me now? Yeah, you, you keep sort of coming, the I connection's think, not good, I think good, a I'm lot afraid. of people in the area are connecting right now, so I think that's why there's a lag. Um, but what, to answer your question, okay. yeah, to answer your question, um, it was the first time I directed without acting in my own film, so I was like concentrating fully on directing it, the story and everything, mm. so I think because the previous films, I've done it on my own. So it's like, I control, I like, I like doing stuff. So I did the writing, editing, acting and everything. So this time I'm with the crew and it was a bit different. So like, I couldn't put out my whole vision. So I think a lot of directors feel that way as well. Definitely. And I mean, you do, you get people who don't like relinquishing that control and they want to do all the roles. But equally, one of the amazing things about film is how collaborative it is by nature. And some of the best projects you see are ones that are, they're co-written, they're co-directed, they're co-produced. And it's, it's the idea of all those amazing brains with different visions kind of fusing together. And I think that's really exciting. But when you do work on a project, pretty much on your own, doing all those different roles, it's amazing because you learn all the different processes yourself. Yes. And um, in the course that I'm so studying, it's a great experience. Yeah. In the course that I'm studying, they teach us like every aspect. So I'm like, that's why I say I know being a production sure. manager, how difficult it is. So yeah, your job is like, because mm. if an <laughs> actor like has like a tantrum, I'm sure you're the one who has to like console them and things. <laughs> yeah there's a few divas in the industry for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like I think I like working with crews and things now because I'm working with my friends so this weekend for one of our assignments we have to uh, make like for editing we have to make a superhero film so what me and my friends are doing we are uh, so I'm going to be making the first film uh, of a superhero his origin story and then my friend is, is going to make the second film of another superhero origin and in the third film they're going to fight each other <laughs> okay cool well best yeah. of luck with the project thank you <laughs> uh yes yeah, so, thanks um is there anything else you'd like to discuss no that's everything if you haven't got any other questions uh, no, I think, uh, yeah, it's been a good interview. Thanks for coming on. Um, maybe we Thank could... you for talking to me. Anytime. Maybe you could do another podcast in the future. For sure. Just give me a shout. But um, yeah, pleasure talking. And all the best with that film. Thanks. Likewise. Bye. Thanks a lot, Nick. <laughs>